If you're a health entrepreneur, coach, or practitioner that wants to turn your expertise into a high six or seven figure virtual business with less stress, so you can impact more people at a deeper level while making more money and enjoying a greater quality of life in the process, then the Health Printer Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Uriel Kame. I'm a former pro athlete, leading health expert, New York Times bestselling author, and the founder of Health Printer, where I help experts just like you create and fill high-end virtual coaching programs that create dream come true results for your clients. Now, for a free and in-depth training on how to do just that without manual prospecting, one-on-one coaching, or having to spend years building your online following, head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training and jump on to our seven-figure health business blueprint training today. And now, let's get to today's episode. Okay, today I want to share with you the number one fear that sabotages your business. And you're probably not even aware of this. And I want to start off by sharing a story with you about when I was a personal trainer. So this is back in my early 20s. I was working as a personal trainer even while I was going to school to get more practical application for what I was learning in class. And very quickly I realized I really enjoyed helping people. But I also realized that I sucked at selling. And by that I meant that I could take somebody through an amazing workout and then sit with them and try to sell them a package. And I just, I, I didn't have the, the, I don't know if it was confidence or the, the, the certainty or the wherewithal to simply say, listen, you have to do this. And I think it got better over time. And as a result, I struggled, right? I struggled, you know, even though I was fairly busy, I was, I struggled in the sense of uh, not really getting paid what I was worth, feeling overworked. Uh, and, and it was, wasn't a really good place to be in. And over the years, it took me a long time to recognize this. And even when I came online in 2006, this, this kind of still persisted. And even to this day, it lingers a little bit. And it still shows its ugly face. And I want to share what this one fear is. And I'm, I guarantee that it is holding you back as well. And I really believe it's the number one fear that is sabotaging almost everybody's business. And it's the fear of being disliked. The fear of being disliked. By that, I mean, we have this, this, this neural programming that says we are part of a tribe, Right. This, you know, if we go back to our ancestral beginnings, right, the way our brains work is we're part of this ancestral tribe. And if we don't jive with the tribe, we're going to be ostracized. That's kind of the conditioning that our brain, our primitive brain, has been coded with. And so when we fast forward to 2018 and, and the current day and age, when we do things that we think are potentially going to upset other people or have them not like us, there is this underlying primitive fear that we are now going to be ostracized from the tribe, metaphorically speaking. And we're not even aware of this a lot of times. And I think this really holds us back because it, it holds us back from pushing when we need to push. It holds us back from asking the important questions, from having those difficult conversations, because we don't want to upset other people. We don't want to step on other people's toes. We don't want other people, God forbid, to say no to us, or I don't like this person because they're a little bit too pushy. That's one way of looking at it. But what I also realized over time is that when I look at successful people, and I, and I talk about this all the time, is successful people have this ability to persist no matter what, to the point that it's almost annoying. But what's interesting is when you have discussions with successful people, one of the things that they look for 
in people that they work with is persistence. And I remember having a conversation with somebody a long time ago, and he's now built a $100 million a year business, um, probably even more actually now. And I remember him at the time, he was talking about when people would email him, he would never respond to the first email. And I thought that was interesting because what most people are going to perceive that as is, oh God, this person doesn't like me. Why would they respond to my email? I don't want to step on their toes. I'm not going to force the issue. And they stop. They just stop. But what he said was really interesting. He said, I don't respond to the first email because I want to see what they're made of. Are they going to follow up? Are they going to persist? Are they going to get creative and try to get in touch no matter what? And this is actually how he lived his life with his business. So he would send somebody an email for, you know, to, to introduce himself for, for whatever reason. And he would send numerous emails afterwards, like to the point of like seven to 10 emails before even getting a response. Now that's, it sounds easy to do in theory, but when we're typing that email, when we're about to pick up that phone and make that call, that little voice inside of our head says, don't do it. What if they get pissed off? What if they don't like you? And it takes a certain, I'm not going to say person, because I really do believe this can be developed, but we have to be aware of this, that are we scared of being disliked? Or is what we're doing so important that this person needs to know about it or they have to, we have to get in touch with them? Because I think if we shift our mindset around this, it really helps. So instead of us focusing on being disliked, which now puts the focus on us, and again, from a very egotistical standpoint, when we're in fear and stressed, we're always focused on us. But if we focus on outside of ourselves, if we focus on the person or the people that we can serve, now it's about them, fear dissolves. Because it's not about what they think of us, it's about how can I be of service to them? Because what I have to offer can transform this person's life. This offer that I'm about to ask the sale for, if you will, I know without a shadow of a doubt will make this person's life infinitely better. So by me not following up with them or by me not asking the difficult questions or by me not asking for the sale, I'm doing them a disservice. And even if the person says no, they're saying no to the opportunity, not necessarily to you as a person. In some cases, maybe it's you as a person, but you know what? What are you going to do with it? You can't change who you are. Right? Just, that's just the way you are. And some people are going to naturally gravitate towards you. Some people won't. But I think it's important to look at any situation we're in and just kind of shift our perspective sometimes to think of, am I focusing on myself and what I'm scared of and my insecurities? Or can I come at this from a place of service to really think of, hey, you know what? Maybe this person is challenging me. Maybe they, that email went to their spam. Maybe I just missed this opportunity because... I thought they weren't going to respond and it's, you know, that kind of fell through the cracks. But in reality, they only just saw the email because it was in their spam box and I had to follow up with them to let them know, hey, did you get my message last week type of thing? So it's really important to have that persistence, to not give up, to not worry about being disliked. Because honestly, um, I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt who once said, what other people think of you is not your business. It's such a great quote because you can't change the way people think about you. You can only do you. You can only be you. You can only go out there and do your thing. And if people don't like that, who cares? Move on to the next person because there are millions and millions of people who need what you have to offer. And are you going to help all millions of people? Probably not. But even if you tapped into one or 5% of them, that is a huge number of people that you can impact at a deeper level. So here's what I want to give you in terms of a couple tips to, to kind of build this muscle is number one is practice making more asks. 
Don't be beige. Don't be plain vanilla. Don't try to please everyone. Take your stance, polarize, and practice making more asks. Would you like this? Can I send this to you? Did you get my email? Like follow up with people, make those asks. Even if it's small, you're gonna practice building that muscle. Another thing is the more no's you get, the closer you're getting to a yes. And I believe that, I mean, that's maybe kind of an old school saying when it comes to sales, like for every 10 no's, you'll get a yes, so just keep getting no's. I don't necessarily like getting a lot of no's, no, nobody does, but it's important to remember that a breakthrough is always, we're just, we're always like just at the cusp of a, of a breakthrough. I really believe that. And if we just give up, then we don't get that breakthrough. So even though shit hits the fan, or even though you get those no's on and on and on, or even if your Facebook ad account gets shut down, or whatever it might be, you have to figure out a way to keep on going and never allowing that roadblock to stand in your way. And finally, I believe it's really important to share more of what you believe more so than what you know. And I know this is a little bit off off kind of off of an, on a tangent here, but if you are posting stuff via email or social media or on video, podcast, I think it's important to share your Kool-Aid as I call it, to share your Kool-Aid, to have people buy into your philosophy so that when you do make those asks, whether it's to join your program or attend an event or whatever it is, they buy into you because they believe what you stand for. And I think that's extremely powerful. And I think that's really overlooked in a lot of the way people grow their businesses. So those are some of the ways that I think can really help you overcome that fear of being disliked and really building that muscle, that belief in yourself that what you're doing matters, what you have to offer can help this individual or these people, and it's your duty to continue moving forward. All right, so with that note, I hope this message finds you well. Remember that uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you can do so on iTunes. And if you've enjoyed this show, as well as any of the other episodes, be sure to leave us a rating or review on the show. That would be greatly appreciated. And I hope you have an amazing day. Stay tuned for our awesome interviews coming your way this Wednesday and Friday. And I will talk to you then.